Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Brevity is the soul of wit, or so the saying goes. There's something to be said for knowing when to end a movie while leaving the audience wanting more, especially considering how blockbusters seem to be getting longer and more bloated on average with each passing year. But sometimes filmmakers go a little overboard with their restraint, to the extent that viewers feel genuinely shortchanged at the end. While there are often external factors responsible, namely a troubled production or executive meddling, these 10 films all ended much earlier than most would have preferred. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 movies that ended way too early. Number 10. Jurassic Park 3 Can movie endings really be any more anticlimactic than that of Jurassic Park 3? At the 80-minute mark of the much-anticipated threequel, Dr. Alan Grant and his fellow survivors on Isla Sauna make it to the coast, where they're greeted by the Marine Corps and the Navy, who were called in by Ellie Sattler. At this point, it seems like the film is gearing up for a third-act battle between the island's remaining dinosaurs and a fleet of disposable soldiers. But then the film just ends, with the heroes being evacuated and the escaped pteranodons flying past them. As won't surprise anyone, the film had major production issues, to the extent that it began filming without a completed script, where the ending hadn't even been written yet. Director Joe Johnson considered quitting the project several times, ultimately calling the shoot a living hell on a daily basis. Given that the final film clocks in at just 92 minutes, including credits, it's painfully obvious that audiences were robbed of an entire act's worth of action and excitement. Awful. Number 9. Dawn of the Dead, 2004 The first of two Zack Snyder movies on this list, his surprisingly solid remake of George A. Romero's all-timer zombie film Dawn of the Dead is, at 100 minutes in length, perhaps the director's only film that wraps up with true haste. The movie ends with the remaining survivors fleeing the undead horde on a yacht, but that's not the full conclusion of the story. The end credits offer up a found footage-style glimpse of the survivors as they run out of supplies and reach an island only to discover it's full of zombies. The camera then drops to the floor leaving their fates uncertain. But it really feels like Snyder had a secret third act ready and waiting here, only to relegate it to a mid-credits stinger that never went anywhere. It would have been an incredible and surprising way to deviate from Romero's original by just having the movie continue for another half hour with a trek to the zombie island. But in a rare example of restraint from Snyder, he cut things off early. Number 8. You Were Never Really Here 
Lynn Ramsey's mesmerizing thriller You Were Never Really Here stars Joaquin Phoenix as Joe, a PTSD-afflicted mercenary hired to rescue a politician's daughter, Nina, from a human trafficking ring. Ramsey's grim, brutally violent film is efficient to a fault, clocking in at barely 80 minutes without credits. More to the point, the film abruptly ends just a couple minutes after Joe finally rescues Nina, leaving the audience to consider what their futures might hold. With Joe and Nina's loved ones both dead by film's end, it's heavily implied that the troubled duo will stick together. And as refreshingly concise as Ramsey's film is, it really feels like there's a whole other act of material here. It'd be neat to flash forward a few years and see what they're up to. Has Joe overcome his suicidal tendencies? Did Nina end up being a paid killer like Joe? One can argue these questions are better left unanswered, but with such a short, snappy runtime, there was clearly plenty of room to branch out on a wider canvas. To hire an actor of Phoenix's caliber for a film that barely runs to feature length is frustrating no matter how brilliant he is in it. Number 7. The Devil Inside on the one hand, The Devil Inside is one of the most shameless swindles of the history of cinema, but on the other, you might well feel that 83 minutes was more than enough time to spend in this world. The low-budget 2012 found-footage horror film follows Isabella, a woman making a documentary about exorcisms, who in the film's third act inevitably becomes possessed herself. At this point, it seems like the film is about to ramp up for its wild finale, in which Isabella's colleagues, one a priest, the other a filmmaker, carry out an exorcism to save her soul. But instead, it all ends suddenly when the three of them are involved in a car accident, killing the priest and filmmaker while Isabella is nowhere to be seen. We then cut to black and a title card explains that the case remains unsolved and that viewers should visit theroxyfiles.com for more information. Given that The Devil Inside was made for just $1 million, it's easy to assume that the production just ran out of money, but figured they'd make their money back no problem. With the film's unfathomable commercial success, grossing over 100 million worldwide, they were absolutely right, even if its legacy today is largely as a punching bag for anybody who's had to endure such a gross anti-climax of a non-ending. To rub salt in the wound, the Rossifiles.com doesn't even work anymore. The cheek. Number 6. Men in Black 2 Compounding the disappointment of Men in Black 2 just not living up to the original's inventiveness, it's perhaps also the shortest film in history to rock a massive $140 million budget. The sequel rolls its end credits at almost exactly the 80-minute mark, and though the alien queen, Serlina, has been defeated, it all comes too thick and fast to feel like the movie's true climax. Almost half the movie is over before the retired Agent K is brought back into the fold, meaning we don't get nearly enough of the dynamic between K and J that made the original such a delight. As it turns out, Men in Black 2 was hurried into production without a completed script in order to get ahead of a rumored actor strike. Also, due to the 9-11 attacks, the climax originally set against the World Trade Center was refilmed to take place at the Statue of Liberty. The production was so stressful that director Barry Sonnenfeld believed he was having a heart attack after a particularly challenging shooting day. All in all, this likely explains why the film's ending feels so sudden, and its final, the human universe is a locker twist, feels stapled on just to give the movie a logical endpoint. It felt like there was way, way more to explore here. Sonnenfeld and co seeming didn't learn their lesson on Men in Black 3 either, which famously began shooting without its second or third acts being fully written. In that case, however, it was miraculously well received and felt like a surprisingly complete, coherent movie. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number five, Deep Rising. Deep Rising may have been a critical and commercial flop, but it's pretty much the textbook example of a cult classic that found an audience years later on home video. The unapologetically schlocky action horror flick revolves around a luxury ocean liner being attacked by a gigantic tentacled man-eating monster, as happens to surprise the mercenaries intending to hijack the ship. At the film's end, the three remaining survivors seemingly destroy the monster and make it safely to shore, only for a closing stinger to reveal that the island they've washed up on contains both an active volcano and an unseen but evidently gigantic monster. On one hand, this was clearly the filmmakers hedging their bets on a sequel, but on the other, the movie is barely 100 minutes long at this point and there was certainly enough room for an extended horror show climax on the island. Number 4. Primer Shane Carruth's sci-fi indie hit Primer is an undeniably impressive achievement. Produced for just $7,000, Carruth delivered a heady, ambitious drama about two engineers, Aaron and Abe, who accidentally discover time travel. The film's near-impenetrable dialogue makes it a tough sit for unsuspecting audiences, but Carruth's refusal to talk down to viewers also ensured Primer quickly became a cult classic. Yet it's also a film that, possibly due to its shoestring budget, which severely 
severely limited what Kareth could shoot basically ends just as it's about to get crazy. Just 75 minutes have passed when Primer rolls its end credits, but the tantalizing final scene implies that Aaron is about to expand his time travel experiments from a mere box to an entire warehouse, the terrifying implications of which speak for themselves. You can't really blame Kareth for cutting the movie off here, but given his clear ingenuity as a filmmaker, it's a shame he didn't have the budget to show how Aaron scaled up his experiments and the inevitably disastrous consequences. Number 3. 10 Cloverfield Lane 10 Cloverfield Lane is a terrific movie, albeit one which left viewers heavily divided over its ending. Until its final 10 minutes, the film is a brilliantly claustrophobic thriller about a woman, Michelle, who wakes up in a bunker with a deranged survivalist, Howard, who believes a catastrophe has taken place above ground. At the end, Michelle manages to escape Howard's compound, where it appears that his paranoia was incorrect and the world is still habitable. But at that moment, a biomechanical alien spacecraft flies by, destroys the bunker, and sends a grotesque creature after her. The spacecraft then attempts to devour Michelle, though she uses a Molotov cocktail to defeat it, before heading off to Houston to help other survivors fend off the creatures. Many complain that this sudden shift into a monster movie feels tacked on, as though it was transformed into a Cloverfield movie through reshoots in post-production. Though this wasn't the case, the script originally had nothing to do with Cloverfield before it landed in the hands of J.J. Abrams, who had the script reworked to incorporate the Cloverfield mythology. Ultimately, it's an ending that doesn't fully satisfy anyone. It's too fleeting to please Cloverfield fans while feeling forced to everyone else. But it might have gone down smoother if the real third act started here, with Michelle arriving in Houston and helping repel the aliens. Obviously, keeping the budget low was a major concern, but those final 10 minutes really just felt like a trailer for a third act that we never actually got. Number 2. 300 Zack Snyder strikes again, this time with his ludicrously entertaining adaptation of Frank Miller's comic book 300. Though technically speaking the film ends the same way as the source material, it feels like a modest misstep in both regards. The film ends with the conclusion of the iconic Battle of Thermopylae, where the brave army of 300 Greek soldiers are finally overcome by the much larger Persian army, resulting in Spartan King Leonidas's death. The scene then shifts to a year later, with Dilios, the new head of the Spartan army leading the Spartans in a battle against the Persians. But just as we seem to be gearing up for one hell of an epic final battle, the outcome, which historically was a Spartan victory, is never shown on screen, only merely implied by Dilios's pre-battle speech. It's certainly a neat ending, but considering this thing is about half an hour shorter than your average Snyder film, there was clearly room for one final blood-soaked battle to ensure audiences were sent home fully satisfied. Restraint is often a great thing in cinema, but in a Zack Snyder movie about soldiers with impossibly chiseled abs fighting endless anonymous Persian goons in eye-watering slow-mo? Not a chance. Number 1. Candyman but by far the most egregious offender in recent memory has to be the new Candyman. At just 91 minutes in length, one of the most common criticisms about the film has been its rushed pacing and the fact that it abruptly ends just when it does something truly exciting. Fans of the original film spent basically the entire movie waiting for Tony Todd to make his appearance as the original Candyman, only for him to have a seconds-long cameo in the final scene. It really felt like there was a whole other act of the movie waiting to happen, 
happen. As while the climax sees the Candyman briefly slaughter a fleet of bent cops, it would have been hugely satisfying to see the final reel play out as a more extended massacre of the police. Just imagine seeing the scene in the Terminator where the T-800 mows down an entire police station of cops, but with the Candyman slashing his way through them instead. As an angry riposte to the epidemic of blue-on-black violence in America, it would have been a cathartic and hugely daring moment. But instead, the film shuts down just when it starts going somewhere interesting. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.